when you're first falling in love with that special someone that you are thinking, I'd like to marry them, it can be a super exciting time. But falling in love can also uncover some of your deepest fears and insecurities. And if you're struggling uh, to get over some past hurts, it's especially important to uh, recognize and deal with those hurts because those impact your love life. And uh, if you get married, your relationship uh, with your spouse. I'm John Fuller in the studio with Erin Smalley. Uh, her husband, Greg, is AWOL today. No, he's he's not in the studio with us, uh, as he often is. But we're going to press on, Erin, because yes. you've got some good insights. Um, we're going to hear now from author and counselor Deborah Falea. Now, she talked with Jim Daly and me about the seasons of marriage. She had a pretty unique take on this. Uh, she talked about spring, uh, which is when a couple tends to fall in love, and she'll discuss some ways that we can navigate challenges during that particular season. Uh, let's get to a practical story. There's uh, one in your book about a woman you counseled who struggled with trust issues. I think so many women, you know, trust is a big deal. Um, and for women particularly, uh, that is perhaps even top of the list. Uh, she had the trust issues because of how her dad treated her mom. And I, I'm sure you can give us kind of the top level of what was going on there and what developed into trust concerns for this patient of yours. Right. When when you work with somebody who has a past history of watching infidelity or affairs in their parents' marriage, and that kind of becomes the baseline or norm for them. And that's kind of where this woman was, seeing unhealthy patterns in her parents' relationship, starting to then affect her belief about men and relationships and can they really be trusted. So on the opposite end of the spectrum, she goes into a relationship giving too little. Not giving too much, but giving too little because she's afraid to trust. She's protecting herself. She's protecting her heart. She's protecting her emotions. No matter what this guy did to prove his trustworthiness, she was struggling with trust because of her past wounds and her past baggage. What, is a, what does a person do in that context if you can, hey, someone hearing this right now, that is me. That's what I do. Uh, what are some things that she can do today that might help her in a better direction? Ultimately, the more healed we are from our past wounds, the more we can thrive in our present. And when we're struggling in the present, many times it's a sign that there's some past wounds that need to be healed. And I think as a counselor, I will tell people the key is to differentiate the voices of my past versus the voices of God and, and the present. Because sometimes our past speaks so much louder than the voice of God's spirit in our present, those past things that we've experienced. And if we don't get to the root and begin healing them, they're going to continue affecting our present. Hmm. Deborah, let's dive into spring as the first of the season descriptions. You identify it as the season of attraction. I think that's, you know, when everybody is coupling up, whether it's the birds or the, yeah. the people. Uh, you've got a great story about when you and John, I think you were holding hands for the first time. Tell us about that. Yeah, you know, spring is the season when affection is high, emotions are, you know, really intense. That's kind of how you define that season, usually in the beginning of a relationship. And so that's the importance of the season of spring. It's the season of blossoming and blooming of affection and emotion. And it's the season of growth. It's the season of planting good seeds mm. and uprooting weeds, the things that we don't want to see in our relationship. So 
in nature and in relationships, the season of spring is really important. Yeah, that's a great description. You've identified something called the four laws of attraction. Explain what those are. Attraction is multifaceted. I think when we think of the word attraction, we automatically assume it's physical attraction. How attracted am I to someone? But you know, attraction is four layers. It's not just one thing. There's physical attraction, but there's also personal attraction. How do our personalities mesh? There's mental and emotional attraction. You know, when you can you talk about your feelings and ideas and opinions and have those conversations? And then there's spiritual attraction, or you're drawn to somebody because of the relationship with Jesus. And it was interesting when I did when I wrote this book, I I surveyed singles to see what they thought was most important in with regard to attraction. And overwhelmingly, a majority of them said it was spiritual attraction. But when you look at how we do relationships, that's not always where we begin. We say spiritual attraction is the most important, but oftentimes we get caught up on the physical attraction component. But we in marriage know that Physical attraction is one of the only things that wanes as time passes because we get older, we have wrinkles, things start to sag, <laughs> but everything else increases when you've got strong spiritual attraction and mm. mental, emotional attraction, personal attraction. So really that's what we've got to be fueling in yeah. our marriage relationships. And I think in human relationships, I think it's fair to say that that physical attraction is kind of the gateway to the relationship. Usually two people are seeing each other and you're having thoughts of, wow, she's really pretty or he's really handsome or whatever it might be. But it usually is in that category and it's a short like you say, short-lived thing, because then you're moving to emotional connection, attractiveness that way, spiritual attractiveness. But sometimes we discount, I think in the Christian community particularly, we discount the purpose of physical attraction. And the world does it the other way. It lingers there. It stays on physical attraction and tries to build a relationship simply on physical attraction. And that's, that's a very flimsy part of the relationship laws, correct? Yeah. You know, it is important to be physically attracted to somebody, but at the same time, we've got to keep it into proper perspective. I know plenty of people who are physically attracted to somebody and then they get to know them and the physical attraction disappears, mm -hmm. you know, because the personality is just overwhelming. But then the opposite happens when sometimes maybe you don't feel totally attracted to somebody, but then you see all of the other qualities and characteristics mm -hmm. and the attract the physical attraction also increases. That's why it's important for us to understand that attraction is multifaceted. It is not just one thing. The definition of attraction is the desire to move towards somebody, kind of like a magnet. You're attracted to them. And when you have these components, it really keeps your relationship strong. Well, Aaron, as Deborah mentioned, the kind of uh, the types of attraction um, being common for a lot of couples uh, in the early days and then in marriage, um, you talk to a lot of different folks. How can a couple discern if the attraction we feel or we're experiencing right now is healthy and good and and can be sustained long term? What we see is that when couples are younger, they tend to attract their opposite. But when couples are older and getting married, they attract someone who's more similar to them. Oh. But I would say either couple, what's important is looking at are the qualities that are drawing you towards this person long standing qualities. Because if it's based solely on physical attraction, 
Well, of course, we all know we change. And as we age, things change. Our bodies change, our hair color changes, our face changes, and our personality sometimes can change too. Mm -hmm. So it's just looking at, are these qualities that are, are they healthy qualities that are longstanding? I can remember years ago, I heard someone speak on one of the qualities that he sees as one of the most important to be present in an individual you are contemplating marrying. Mm -hmm. And that is that they have a conscience. And I was like, well, that is so fascinating. But he said, if you hear them consistently talking about, I lied a little bit here, or I told a white lie, or I cheated a little bit, or he said, the, the fact that that is going on speaks to their integrity. So that's something that is longstanding. So it's just looking at what character qualities does this person have mm -hmm. that are important to me as far as their spiritual maturity. And yeah. granted, spiritual maturity is going to change too. Hopefully it's going to continue growing. Do they have a consistent pattern of that? Are they open and vulnerable? Are they able to be open and known? Or are there woundings that they're carrying that are keeping them hmm. from being vulnerable? Yeah. You know, honesty and, and integrity, growth focus. Are they independent or are they super dependent? And again, is that something that can be addressed? You know, is there, do they have empathy? Do they have a sense of humor? Are they able to be affectionate? So it's just looking at all of those types of qualities are so important yeah. as you're choosing that person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Well, and, and you've said it, and Deborah said it earlier, so I hope the thread of what's really important is, is um, super clear here. The physical stuff is a natural part of how God wired us to be attracted. 100%. You, you want that. Yes. You want something, though, that is going to endure just in case something happens to the physical, something will happen to the physical, but mm -hmm. what if something uh, dramatic does? So look for the inner qualities that you've just talked about. I remember one of the things I loved about Dina, and I still do, is her heart for God. Mm -hmm. She just really, really spends a lot of time investing in her spiritual well-being. Mm -hmm. She wants to know God, mm -hmm. and that's been a thread, uh, just a constant thing throughout uh, our decades of marriage now. Which is awesome. It and is. I love that you are acknowledging that about her. I do love that about her. I, I, I just, I find that to be an enduring quality that mm -hmm. is not going to diminish with time. It hasn't mm -hmm. diminished with time. And so I know that's going to be a part of uh, the fabric of who she is the rest of her life. Well, and especially because you're saying that's always been there. Yeah. And so more than likely, it's always going to be there. So look at that historical past of the person. How have they shown up in their life prior to meeting you mm. or as you've known them and have been dating? Yeah. There's good indicators there. And, you know, there's things like, like you're saying, the physical attraction is, it's important. It draws you towards them. But, you know, if it's, if you're basing your decision on, gosh, they have this really prestigious job or they are financially well off, you know, those things can change. Granted, it does also indicate, like, do we have shared values with our time? Mm -hmm. You know, are we in similar fields of interest? I just, so many things like that. But look for those deeper qualities as well. Yeah. Well, uh, we hope you've been encouraged and uh, that you'll uh, go through and make an inventory maybe of the things that you appreciate about your spouse 
And if you're contemplating marriage, then uh, make that inventory of those inner qualities that Aaron talked about and that Deborah Filleta talked about. We do recommend Deborah's amazing book. It's called Love in Every Season. Uh, if you can, donate today and we'll send a copy of that book to you. We've got the link in the show notes. And um, if there are deeper issues that we've talked about and you've got some questions or concerns and you don't have a pastor or a trusted Christian friend to talk to, uh, give us a call. God has allowed Focus on the Family to uh, build a really wonderful team of caring Christian counselors. Uh, they'd be happy to talk things through with you. Uh, the uh, 20, 25 minute phone call is a free consultation, and uh, they're a phone call away. It's 800 the letter A and the word family. We'll hear more from Deborah about seasons in the relationship next time. And for now, on behalf of the Smallies and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for tuning in for the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. <music>